Hello, this is Jamie. Hello, hello. This is Clea. Welcome to Radio Clash Revival. It's a beautiful name, Clea. Thank you. It's from a book. But but welcome to Radio Clash as a, a podcast not born out of quarantine, but born out of a love for music and books and our own voices. Yeah, we're one of those podcasts that predates quarantine. Take that, coronavirus. <laughs> well, what song did you bring us to start off? Yes, so I brought you a collection of songs um, that have been uh, inserted into my life in these past few lockdown weeks. Um, some of them were familiar to me, some of them less so. Um, all songs that came to me uh, through various means and while looking for things to listen to and be distracted during lockdown. So I uh, love listening to Fresh Air, a podcast slash radio show from NPR uh, with the wonderful Terry Gross, who does these beautiful interviews. And um, last week or two weeks ago, they decided to replay Terry's interview from, I believe, 2013 with Iris Dement, who is a wonderful country singer-songwriter um, who does kind of beautiful Delta Appalachian kind of tunes. And I knew her from before, but I, I was just so happy to be reminded of her songs. And uh, this is one that I hadn't heard before. It's from her debut album, Infamous Angel, and it's called Let the Mystery Be. And it's about what happens to people after they die, which is a mystery and uh, a mystery that people are thinking about these last few weeks. So here is Iris Dement on Radio Clash Revival with Let the Mystery Be. Some say you rest in the arms of the Savior if in sinful ways you lack. Some say that they're coming back in a garden, bunch of carrots and little sweet peas. I think I'll just let the mystery be. Be. 
And that was Iris Dement with Let the Mystery Be, thinking about the afterlife here on Radio Clash Revival. That was a lovely song. Glad you enjoyed. Yeah. One of lovely uh... song. Go ahead. What lovely song do you have uh, lined up for us next? I also have a song that is related to quarantine. Um, It is by Troy Sivan. Troy Sivan. He's Australian, so I'm not sure how he would say that. But it is called Take Yourself Home. And it is a song that he leaked while he was stuck under quarantine because he was bored. Nice. Yep. So Troy Sivan, Take Yourself Home. Tired of the city, scream if you're with me If I'm gonna die, let's die somewhere prettier uh-huh. Sad in the summer, city needs a mother If I'm gonna waste my time, then it's time to go Take yourself home Talk to me There's nothing that can't be fixed with some honesty and how it got this dark is just beyond me If anyone can hear me switch the lights mm-hmm. And happiness Is right there where you lost it when you took the bed Counting all the losses that you can't collect Got everything and nothing in my life Trying to win in a losing game Well, it's all waiting for you And boy, I know you're eager But it just might destroy you Destroy you Take yourself home. Take yourself home. 
So that was Troy Sivan with Take Yourself Home, which kind of reminds me of uh, an LCD sound system song of the same similar title. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. I um, I recently, one of my uh, COVID streaming things was to expose my husband to the Lady Gaga remake of A Star is Born. Oh. And it kind of reminded me of the song that she records as her like first breakout single, not under the wings of Bradley Cooper, where it's like she's got this dance beat and Mm -hmm. this fancy hair and dancers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's good. And I liked it. And I like that. Thank you. I, uh, as I told you a minute ago, I read that he is sort of like the male Lana Del Rey, and now I can't unhear that. And now, presumably, everyone I just said that to can't unhear it either, so... You're welcome, listeners. (laughs) What's your next song? All right, so let's continue on this upbeat track. Excellent. Um, I... Yeah, so this is a song that came to me from... My good friend Kai, uh, a colleague of mine, former co- former colleague of mine, um, current friend, um, who sent me this just out of the blue because he got into TikTok recently and was like obsessing about whatever zillion TikTok videos he's been watching and told me this song is awesome. It's really popular on TikTok. And that's <laughs> all I that's all I know. I haven't done any research about it. Uh, it's called Savage. It's by Megan the Stallion. It's great. Um, it has some bad words on it. I'm sorry. It's a podcast. <laughs> there, there will not be a bleeped version. No. It's just, I just encourage everyone to sit back, relax, and enjoy the awesome dancey rage vibe of this song. I'm that bitch. Yeah. Been that bitch, still that bitch. Will forever be that bitch. Forever be that bitch. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm the hood, Mona Lisa. Break a nigga into pieces. Had to ex some cheesy niggas out my circle like a pizza. Yeah. I'm way too exclusive. I don't shop on Insta boutiques. All them little ass clothes only fit fake booties. Bad bitch, still talking cash shit. Pussy like water, I'm a mother and relaxing. I would never trip on a nigga if I had him. Bitch, that's my trash. You the maid, so you bagged him. I'm a savage. Nigga, I let 
the head is still attached. Oh, that body right, but you know this pussy bad. Oh, I drop a picture, now these bitches feel attacked. Ayy, don't let that nigga gas you up and get you whack. Uh, I make a call and get a pussy nigga smack. Uh, this bitch is time I pull it up, where you at? Oh, I'm in a lamb, bitch, catch me if you can. Oh, I'm kicking bitches out they spot Stally Chan. Say I taste like sugar, but ain't shit sweet. <laughs> ah. That was Megan the Stallion giving you an audio kiss here on Radio Clash Revival with her song Savage. Hope you liked it. That was very fun. Glad. Glad you enjoyed. Glad you had fun. Uh, I know that she just put out a song with Beyonce like two or three days ago. That might, in fact, be the remix of that very song. I think you're right. Yeah. I saw it pop up on iTunes and I was like, nope. (laughs) I'm going with the original OG Savage, but I do want to listen to the Beyonce version, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate your commitment to the original. <laughs> I'm very committed. <laughs> what what song are you committed to for your next tune? Uh, I am committed to, I mean, at least as much as it's the second song I'm playing on this podcast, mm. a song by Oliver Malcolm, who is from Sweden. Then he lived in the U- uh, UK. Then apparently he went to LA and participated in something called Beat Battles, which are like rap battles, except you exchange USB sticks with beats on them. Cute. Yep. I just learned about that reading about him. Anyway, his Mm -hmm. name is Oliver Malcolm. And this song is called Switched Up. And it's just really fun. So here we go. Of the people, 
was Oliver Malcolm and the song is called Switched Up. Beauty tune. Thank you. Just kind of a chill just a chill song. I think chill fun is the is the vibe that many of us are seeking these days and perhaps fewer <laughs> finding, but yes. Important to continue seeking. Yes, definitely. Well, what time is it now? So speaking of Oh, 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 I think, I think <laughs> it's book chat time. Yes. We have arrived midway through Radio Clash Revival, and it's time to switch from songs to books. Excellent. So what book has been keeping you reading lately? Uh, I'm about to recommend a very escapist book wonderful which i enjoyed so much i actually sent an email to several people saying please buy and read this book so that we can talk about it (laughs) um why wasn't i on that email uh it was sent to a particular group of people who i'd been talking about it with the night before on a zoom yeah a zoom a zoom a zoom you know the preferred social interaction method these days Indeed. indeed um It is a book that has kept me reading up until two in the morning, which is how late I stayed up finishing it (laughs) the night I finished it. It's called Gideon the Ninth. Yes. It's called Gideon the Ninth by Tamsin Moore, Muir, who's from New Zealand. Ah. And. Uh, I think the best way to describe the book is lesbian necromancers in space. Beautiful. Yep. It's really fun. It's the first book in a trilogy, which the other two haven't come out yet. It was on a bunch of like NPR and uh, various other kind of cultural aggregators, best of lists for last year. And it's set in a time where people are able to travel through space, but also they are able to um, make skeletons do their bidding. Whoa. (laughs) And the two main characters are a fighter named Gideon and a necromancer who she has sworn to protect. And uh, yeah, it's really silly, good fun. It's written in a way that you just can't put down. It's also like probably the first book I've ever read where I was like the author of this book is consciously channeling a lot of fan fiction that we all read when we were teenagers. (laughs) Like, I feel like it has a lot of like fan fiction tropes, but in a fun way. Not in a, not in a very serious way, which is the other trope method of the fan fiction. No, no, it's not serious at all. Like there's a joke about, 
while you were doing this, I studied the blade and things like that. Right. Nice. Yeah. Um, so who is going to buy the rights to make this, uh, either. Okay. Question one, will it be a TV series, limited TV series, limited run TV series or movie in either three or six parts? I think it would have to be a TV series. There's too many characters. Though that being said, it's a lot like uh, Hunger Games, where there's characters mm-hmm. from all different places who come together. Interesting. Um, and, you know, Hunger Games worked pretty well as a series of movies. I was honestly trying to think of what this would be like as a movie, and I feel like there's a lot of... Um, I feel like it'd be really hard to make the skeletons look right. <laughs> <laughs> Like there's a lot of descriptions of skeletons doing things and huh. I just don't know that CGI would make them look right. Cause you well, know, you can either have like, s- what, sorry. Have you watched Jason and the Argonauts? No. Is that a TV show? Some good skeleton. That is a movie from the sixties, I believe. Um, with some really good skeleton and I put good in scare quotes, good skeleton action. <laughs> like a stop motion kind of thing. Exactly like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe it would work as like a cheesy movie. I don't know. It's really hard to say because skeletons either have to look like realistic or they wind up looking sort of cartoonish, like in army of darkness or something like that. I don't know. It was well, genuinely troubling me challenge. how to animate these skeletons. <laughs> I bet Joss Whedon's up to the task. Oh yeah, probably. Yep. Yeah, and plus he needs some some redemption in the feminist eyes. So I, I my money's on him mm-hmm. and HBO. I like it. I like it. I'll watch it. Me too. I mean, I'll watch the pilot for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what book did you bring? So I brought um, uh, one of my last in-person purchases from pre-lockdown times. Mm. It's called Split Tooth, and it's by Tanya Tagak, who is um, a throat singer, artist, bunch of stuff uh, from Nunavut in Canada. Uh, She's a great performer, really interesting person i worked with her once on a on a talk that she did at the university i used to work at she's super nice mm-hmm. um and her book is super smart and really different it's um it, it's described on the back it's blurbed on the back as a fierce tender heartbreaking story unlike anything you've ever read which i i would say is true mm. uh and it's it's a i'm not sure if it's even semi-autobiographical or or just pure fiction. I mean, it's about a young Inuit girl growing up in, I guess, uh, yeah, in the in seventies, Nunavut, uh, which is in the north of the Canada. And so it goes into her experiences (laughs) just as a you know as a young kind of tween and teenager. But it also has all these mystical elements and bits of poetry interspersed, as well as Tanya Tagak's own drawings that kind of illustrate um, some of the things going on. So it's, it's a really interesting read and I recommend it and it's 
yeah, it's also escapism in a very different way. You're escaping to a, a, a land of um, earthly magic and spiritual wonder. And also like hard, realistic, crazy, hard living stuff. So it has a lot, a lot going for it. Mm-hmm. That sounds really yeah. fascinating. It is really fascinating. I recommend highly Split Tooth by Tanya Tagek. How would this be presented in a film or TV form? Hmm. Be very experimental. I think it would be more suited to film than to uh, a TV thing. I think it's kind of self-contained. Um, you need a compelling heroine. You need a like a really good young actress to to play our main character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you'd need you'd also need some some great CGI effects because there there are elements where like the northern lights come to life or mm. you know a fox sort of befriends the main character and interacts with her in kind of human ways so mm-hmm. you'd need you'd need that to really come alive and feel real because that's the way that this main character is describing her interactions with these natural elements so so some interesting work could be done film version i don't know I don't know if that could ever be in the works, but if it if it was, I think people would really be into it. Yeah. I feel like there's not enough uh, movies and TV shows set in, like, the Arctic, which I think mm-hmm. is such an interesting biome slash uh, lived-in landscape. Absolutely. Totally Maybe agree. it's, like, hard to light it's, it. It's probably... It's pro- well. I mean, you've got either the twenty-four hour sun or twenty-four hour darkness to deal with. That depending on what time of year you're there. <laughs> yeah, which is also described interestingly in the book. Um, and also, it's like just crazy expensive to get anywhere up there. Like, especially if you're talking about a flying community or you know mm. somewhere that's just not mm-hmm. even accessible by road. So you got to fly in on a small plane. You got to get a your film crew up there and house them and feed them and all that. So that makes sense. Yeah, lots, a lot of logistics to think about. And then what is the appetite for stories about the far north? Beyond us, well, I have who have appetite. a strong appetite. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see the Northern Lights in Montreal very often? Never. Oh, okay. No, it's... Uh, have I you think seen them? Even if... I have, I once saw the Northern Lights um, in my hometown of Hillsborough, New Brunswick, which is quite far south, Mm -hmm. uh, southeastern New Brunswick. um, And it was just a really pale flicker across the sky, this like pale pink ribbon that just floated across the night sky and and moved interestingly. And it it was kind of like, at first I was like, "Is, is this the Northern Lights? And then I, you know, I watched it for a while and it was. Mm-hmm. But that's the only time I've ever seen it. And I've been way farther north than southeastern New Brunswick <laughs> uh, in, on clear clear nights, like up in Capus Casing, mm-hmm. um, Ontario and and Thunder Bay and like kind of up. I mean, it's it's not really up north if you look at the general map of Canada, but in terms of highway accessible um, towns, it's it's pretty up there and didn't see anything at all. Mm-hmm. So it's a rare sight. But I think a commoner site in uh, in the far north. Have you seen them? Yeah, I saw them in Iceland. 
I went there um, for our mutual friend Rachel's 30th birthday, which is in December. (laughs) And the weather was absolutely terrible every day except for one day. Like, obviously, I went to Iceland in December. I knew it was going to be bad, but I did not know it was going to be that bad. (laughs) I spent most of the time wearing my snow Hmm. pants, like for skiing. Um. But on the the one night that it was clear, we took a bus tour that went outside Reykjavik about an hour. And then all of a sudden, you know, the bus was like led by an Icelandic person who are very like blunt, you know, and the guy just kept, he kept talking about how like, we're probably not going to see it. We're probably not going to see it. And then suddenly the bus just like pulls over off the side of the road. And he's like, everybody get out, get out, get out. And we like get out into like waist deep snow and uh there were the northern lights and they were incredible i cried yep (laughs) (laughs) wow i like just started crying because they were so beautiful they were blue and green oh wow yeah that's amazing yeah but i would that sounds i feel like they're just not as represented in film as i want them to be (laughs) no i agree (laughs) Well, now's your chance. Um, Telefilm Canada, National Film Board of Canada, other filmmakers in mm-hmm. Canada or elsewhere, mm-hmm. option this book. Yep. You know, personify the Northern Lights, make them impregnate a young teen. <laughs> Leave it at that. <laughs> Excellent. So the song I brought next is from brand new uh, recommended listening uh for the the covid times and for all times i think uh it is from fiona apple's brand new album called fetch the bolt cutters that came out a couple weeks ago and has everyone just like freaking out about how amazing it is uh like pitchfork gave it 10 which i wasn't even aware it was a possible rating for an album um seriously people are just in love with it and so am i uh i uh I was in love with Fiona Apple, you know, back in the day. I'm not mm-hmm. a newcomer to her awesomeness, but I'm I'm delighted to see that she is still, or to hear that she is still very awesome. And yeah, this is one of the songs that I find especially awesome off the new album, Fetch the Bolt Cutters. It is called Heavy Balloon. And I like the, the imagery of um, plants growing. That kind of feels sort of lockdowning to me where people are really trying to grow plants and bake bread and and we're obsessed with like growing things now which is i think a, a healthy thing um but uh, I, mm-hmm. something that i hope continues beyond lockdown anyway fiona apple heavy balloon on radio class revival We play with a heavy balloon We keep it up to keep the devil at bay But it always falls way too soon People like us, we play with a heavy balloon We keep it up to keep the devil at bay But it always falls way too soon People like us, we play with a heavy balloon Keep it up to keep the devil at bay, but it always falls way too soon. I spread it like straw. 
So for our Radio Clash Revival listeners who are hopefully spreading like strawberries and climbing like peas and beans, that was Fiona Apple with Heavy Balloon from her brand new 10 whatever rating from Pitchfork album Fetch the Bolt Cutters. That was obviously amazing. She's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) It was, I remember her being like the soundtrack to so much of college Mm. like my undergraduate years of college um but also i feel like she always unfairly gets put into that like angry feminist music column like hopefully today men are more secure in this but i feel like in college there were not a lot of guys who would admit to listening to fiona apple yeah yeah i think I think now they should know if you admit to listening to Fiona Apple, it increases your odds with whatever lady you're into. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Well, I have a much less serious song. Okay. Um, It is from a Brooklyn band, which is where like 90% of music comes from now, I guess. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, and the band is called Public Practice. This song is called My Head, and I just like it. 
I don't have a good reason to play it other than I like it.
So that was Public Practice, and the song is called My Head. Loved it. Chair dancing all the way. (laughs) Thank you. I feel like it has that kind of like new wave sound, Mm -hmm. which was good in the early 80s and is still good today. Absolutely. Yeah. And hopefully we'll be still good in 10 years from now. Right. I was going to say kind of like us. Still. Yes. We were good in the early 80s slash mid 80s. (laughs) (laughs) Still good today. Probably better today. Well, different today. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely more able to do a podcast today. (laughs) I'm not sure if (laughs) I I would love to listen to a mid 80s Clea and Jamie podcast. That would be pretty cute. (laughs) It would be. (laughs) I I think what's the first song you remember really liking? Oh no. Oh, that's a good question. Probably something by Raffi. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, like Baby Beluga mm-hmm. or something by Sharon Lowson Bram, who were also uh big with the Elephant Show. Oh. Like that. But I like I was I, at a young age I was into Paul Simon's Graceland. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, I danced I would dance to that with my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your first song that you liked the first one that i really um remember liking is one i must have heard on the radio which is one night in bangkok from the chess musical (laughs) i wow to this day i still really love that song but it just sounded like so exciting like they were talking about all these like words i didn't know and stuff like that wow (laughs) Okay, you got to play that on the next episode. Okay, I will. <laughs> I also was a big fan of um, Space Oddity by David Bowie. Oh, yeah. 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 Good taste at a young age. <laughs> I think that I just like them both because they told a story. I think that was the draw for me. Like a lot of songs were kind of boring because they were just like, you know, mm. I'm in love, blah, blah, blah. But when I was a kid, I was like, I want stories. So it's too bad. It's too bad. Flight of the Concords didn't exist when you were a kid. Oh yeah, would love that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So let me uh, let me dial the mood down to dark for y'all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. I would like to share as my final song today um, a, a tune by Lassa Desella, who um, went also just by the name Lassa L H. ASA. Um, this is a song that I heard at the very end of this weird uh, Quebec movie that just just came out. It's set in the Laurentians in northern Quebec, um, and it's about this group of survivalists who go out in the middle middle of winter and like try to learn survival skills, but then like crazy murdering happens, and it's like a crazy suspenseful thriller with lots of snow and snowmobiles and like intrigue and tension and murder and all the things and it's it's like the perfect thing to be watching um under lockdown maybe (laughs) less so as the weather's getting better you're like no that's that snow seems like a complete fiction (laughs) anyway uh worthy worthy watching is called uh uh jusqu'au déclin uh just till the decline i think it's i think it's called the decline uh and you can stream it on netflix now i recommend doing that Um, And if you watch through to the end, which I did because I managed not to fall asleep in the middle of it because that is how tension raising it is, uh, you will hear this beautiful song by Lassa de Sela, 
It's from her 2003 album uh, that she actually recorded in Montreal. I thought she was a Montrealer, but she is originally from America, Mm. um, but then chose to make most of her life in Montreal. She died very sadly of breast cancer in 2009 at the age of 37, which is my age now, which is uh, sad making and freaky, freaky outing. Mm -hmm. Uh, but she really left a mark on the Montreal music scene and is still very well loved. And uh, there are still like workshops and festivals in her name these days. So uh, she's got a very distinctive voice. And this song is just super sad and evocative. And I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to take us there. But here we go. This is Lassa with her song. Soon this space will be too small on Radio Clash Revival. Throw me into a 
With Soon This Space Will Be Too Small, that was Lassa on Radio Clash Revival. Hoping that the spaces you're finding yourselves in are not yet too small, loyal listeners. I also hope that the space does not become too small soon. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Take a while for that space. (laughs) I like the idea of uh, the space becoming too small, so you have to transcend the space. Yes. You know. Good way to see it. Yeah. yeah. Kind of tough right now, but... No no transcension. No, just do not transcend. <laughs> right. Stay in your small space. Maybe wear a mask if you're going to transcend. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that was a beautiful song. I'm glad you liked it. Are you going to lighten the mood for our last... Uh... installation i am not not like super light because the person i chose is from montreal (laughs) and uh sometimes montreal music can be a little heavy Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but this song is by ostra and it features i may be about to say her french name incorrectly cecile believe and sounds good yeah it just it had an accent on the e so trying to do Which my e? best here uh i think on the second d cecile the... oh interesting hmm anyway austra and cecile believe this song is called mountain baby
So that was Ostra and Cecile Believe. The song is called Mountain Baby. And uh, yeah, just going to let it fade on out there. What a perfect ending to the show. That was a beautiful song. Thank you. I didn't make Has it. Anyone ever, <laughs> <laughs> has anyone ever called you their mountain baby? No, but now I'm disappointed that no one has. Well, can I? Can I be the first? Yes, please do. Jamie Mountain Baby Anderson. Aw, thanks. <laughs> I miss the mountains. I've been trying to be a good socially distant person and not go out on the hiking trails because they're really crowded right now. Yeah, I I miss the mountain, the singular. Mm-hmm. Uh, the park in the middle of town that has a that's on a little hill kind of thing. Oh, I love that. Also park. super crowded. Yeah. It's a good park. I would go there, except everyone would go there and <laughs> are going there. And so I'm not. Yes. That is exactly my dilemma as well. Anyway. Hopefully. Well, at least we have good music and books to listen to. Read. Yes. Good music, good books, and good friends. Always good talking to you. Hi. And good friends, always good talking to you too, Mountain Baby. (laughs) Well, until next time, this has been Radio Clash Revival. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Jamie. I'm Clea. And uh, follow us on Twitter at Clash Revival. uh, And find us wherever you get your podcasts. Yes. Bye. Bye.